So what you're saying is, is to be a farmer, all you need to do is just hire a druid and that's it? Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to pay them once because it lasts a long time. Well, they, they chant for like an hour and it's like, ooh, best mm-hmm. farm. Ooga booga, Great, farm. okay. <laughs> so um, from now on, I'm, you know, anytime I go somewhere, I'm just going to start arguing with my DM about rations. Clearly they don't matter anymore if there's just infinite well, I mean, farmed supplies. Well, they still well, have to grow. Yeah, I, mean, well, I mean, the druids have to be there. Yeah. Okay. How rare are druids then? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> rare enough. Depends on how civilized your society is. Civilized? You started no. recording. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi there. Hey. I've been recording. Oh. That's oh. not good. Is that yeah. what that red light means? <laughs> I didn't think you mind. I didn't see it over the bag of uh, pretzels. <laughs> Dang. So, welcome back, everyone. Uh, nice little conversation on druids. Uh, we'll continue that at some point, I'm sure. We won't. The druid orchards. No, the druids orchard. are canceled now. Druid, we're done yeah. with that. We're ta- they're ta- actually being taken out of court next week. You're fired. You're fired. Oh, man. Well, for our first-time visitors, welcome. Hope you enjoy. For any of our long-time listeners, uh, we're at, uh, I think this is episode 13, so we're you know we're getting there. We're sorry. We're, yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they keep coming back, so. You're a glutton you can for punishment, so aren't you? Yeah. We appreciate you. You're the best. You sick, yeah. sick cookie, you. But we've got a, a limited uh, amount, but um, hopefully the sound is a little bit better. We don't know yet. This is uh, actually the first time we've recorded in person. <gasps> Uh, since COVID, we actually had the equipment and we were getting ready to record and we ended up going straight to uh, online recording. And we actually had postponed it for a month or two until we could actually get some traction. But uh, we are now meeting in person and we have a smaller group today. Um, again, hello everyone. My name's Kevin. Uh, we've got Clay with us today. Oh, hi. We've got Ryan. Hello. And we have Joey. Hello there. So, smaller group, um, but uh, you guys okay? Yeah, sorry, Star Wars. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. Just checking. So, um, we are starting to get back into our groove here, so we'll see uh, how this works out, but for right now, um, we will move along, and Joey, I think... uh, has started the new campaign, so he may not be completely prepared for today. So we'll just throw him <laughs> under the bus in a little bit. When is Joey ever prepared? Well, that's Never. true. That's true. But uh, that way we can, uh, we'll see what we can do with him in a little bit. <laughs> um, and then Clay, we haven't gotten Clay worked up yet, so I don't, I think, mean, he's, I don't think he's quite ready for the ring. I've been practicing There's my breathing time. exercises. Uh, I've been talking with my therapist a lot. Um, it you, turns out that a lot of my issues come from a, a deep-seated need to be liked, um, and, uh, so, you know, I'm working on that and uh, stop staring at me. <laughs> I don't like that. Well, Clay. This might be going out the window. It, this probably means nothing to you, but we like you. Uh, it doesn't <coughs> mean anything That's to me. That's you're right. I figured that was. <laughs> you don't have to lie to him. <laughs> Getting angry is this whole bit. If we don't get <laughs> <laughs> what's even doing here? Pretty sure that's like half the reason people even show up. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to uh, to to bring out the uh, the the monster within? Should we uh, should we put him to Is the it test time already? I mean, I'm more than happy to oblige. I know you are. I'm sure you are. 
And uh, unfortunately, Nathan's not here to give you a gold star if you do win. But you know what? I'll give you a bag of pretzels. We've got a bag Ooh. of pretzels here for you. That's oh, a good man. prize. I sure do enjoy dry salt. <laughs> My favorite. It's it's dry bread. Whatever you say. <laughs> anyway, welcome, <laughs> welcome to my segment. Uh, if you haven't been here before, this is uh, Two Lies and a Truth, where I uh, pick one thing that I think is neat from uh, core books or basically anything that's licensed by wizards, and um, I mix in two things that I just made up on the spot, and uh, Clay g- tries to guess which one is real and which ones aren't. So um, today we're talking about subclasses. Subclasses, great. I totally know what those are just in general. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. you know how you have a class? Sure. And then you have like a specialty for that class? Nope, you already lost me. Well, (laughs) tonight it's going to be rough for you today. (laughs) All right. He's never made a past second. (laughs) So, and apparently never played a wizard or a cleric either. Anyway, um, so the first one is that there's a druid subclass that is entirely based on the ocean. It gives you bonuses for wild shaping into aquatic animals and being in water. It lets you breathe underwater, uh, gives you a swim speed, and you can even have limited communication with ocean creatures. So basically, you just become Aquaman. What about lake creatures? Yeah, I guess that so. too. Yeah. You have is to pick salt or fresh water. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can. Well, where's the closest salt water? Ma- move on. Move okay. On. All right. Here's the next one. There is a ranger subclass that is entirely based around traps and making traps. So you can make traps as a class feature, and you can put spells into them, and they can be triggered by enemies when certain conditions are met. So you can set up like a tripwire or a snare, or like when a certain word is spoken, if they're close enough, etc. Wait, wait, so the ranger's the, the guy with the bow. Yeah. He's the bow guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and he sets traps. Yeah. The bow guy with the traps. Yeah. All right. And the some of them the weaker bowed guy well, compared to the fighter with the bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then here's the third one. There's a rogue subclass where you're basically just a detective. You just become Sherlock Holmes. Um, you're better at finding things. You're, you're better at knowing when somebody's lying. And you can study people's mannerisms. And basically, you're just real good at noticing things. <laughs> I'm just super good at noticing stuff. Yeah. Like, mm, that looks like something good to steal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, working my way through this here. So, bow guy with the traps. Uh, that just yep. sounds like something that the bow guy just going to do. I'm just going gonna, gonna to stop doing that. Um, the other one was the, the druid with the, the salt water. Yeah, ocean druid. An ocean druid. <clears throat> that doesn't make, like any sense like can canonically See, like the thing about wizards is they just keep trying to like throw races and classes that are good in like aquatic environments because they apparently expect everyone to be playing aquatic campaigns for some reason i mean pirates uh, well you guys are turning into pirates you're, well yeah I mean. I mean of all the choices you had you wanted to go back to the boat yeah so that's aquatic i mean if you're out in the middle of the ocean uh, aquatic would you know, I could see where that yeah. happens. No, I mean, it's super niche, but like, you know, when they excel, they excel, I yeah. would say. <laughs> I anyway, suppose. so yeah, Ocean Druid. Ocean Druid. I mean, like, canonically, like, Druids just are raised in environments. That any that nature be, environment. Yeah, any nature. So this, just in the middle of the ocean? I guess. He's <laughs> just like, oh man. Raised well, by fishermen. Like, I guess you could, like, you can live on like on an isolated island. Or an island yeah. I guess, but like, like wouldn't you be all that? more in tune with Moana. the vegetate? Moana. Oh my God. There's yeah. a Moana, Moana, <laughs> Moana subclass. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and then there is Super Sleuth Rogue. 
Um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw that right out. I don't believe that any rogues can do anything for good. Um, I just don't think that it's in their nature. Um, the ranger play? with the trap. Yeah. What do you play usually? I'm a rogue. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it 100%. Um, yeah. And the, the ranger with the traps, that just sounds like something that anybody could do. Like, why would you specialize into that? Traps. Traps. They're like the the main thing is that you could put spells into them, so like you could specifically put like a fireball into a trap or something. Dude, and then how did Ranger fireball? learn fireball? Well, it's like they can't cast it normally; it's only through the traps, kind of thing. So it's just a fireball trap, pretty much. So I refuse to accept that. It's not really magic; it's more of like if there is a trap, a trap that yeah. just a regular old <laughs> dude can learn, they can cast fireball. Then that guy needs to just be a wizard. There's no reason for him to just sit there, wait for something to move, and cast fireball. It's not that hard. I'm, 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 I'm well, just gonna believe okay, you're talking yeah. about rangers. So like, yeah, he's got the bow. They got the bow. They don't do anything good. <laughs> if you picked a ranger, pick I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so then what I'm gonna go ahead and do is uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pick Moana, I guess. I, I, Ooh, okay. I, I want that to be real. All right. Um, so let's let's get some second opinions in here. Uh, Joey, which one do do you think sounds the most credible, and why? The uh, PI Rogue sounds familiar, mm. but that might be a bard I'm thinking of. I've been. Or maybe just a rogue flavored to be a detective. Maybe I I played a multi class between a bard and a rogue who mm. made a. A brogue. A brogue. A brogue. It made a, you know, common brogue. Yeah. Brogue. Brogue. All right. Um, Joseph Lieberman. So the rogue. So the rogue. Okay. Is not one I'm going to go with, even though it should be. Um, I'm going to go with the druid. You're going to go for Moana druid I'm going for Moana druid just because that seems like something they do. All right. Dad, did you want to weigh in on this one? I, you know what, I have no clue, but uh, make a guess. I'm thinking a ranger with uh, some oh, trap ranger. Yeah, that's that sounds cool. so stupid. <laughs> that sounds like a UA. I think it was a UA once upon a time. I'm sticking with druid though. All right, yeah. we've all inputted our answers. Demon, go all ahead. Right. So, Two clay versus a ranger. Moana <laughs> druid. Final answer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Um. I hate to inform all of you, but it is in fact the Inquisitive Rogue, rogue. subclass. The Inquisitive Rogue. Yep. I kept okay. thinking Inquisitive Bard because I'm dumb. Yeah, it's from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Um, basically, their entire shtick is that they're good at noticing things. So <laughs> they're better at picking up lies, um, noticing like hidden objects or like traps and stuff, deciphering clues. And, um, like, one of the best things about them is that they can study somebody in combat. Um, and then they basically just get advantage against it for, like, one minute. I'm going to feed you your own ears. I want you to know that. The second this podcast is done, you're going to be eating some cartilage. That's the stupid Xanathar. Okay, so explain to me this before I go ahead and go off on a tangent. Because I'm, I'm a little annoyed with wizards again. Um, is Xanathar, is that just something that wizards approved as canon, or is this something... It's, a, it's, right? it's a wizard's written book. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to say the first real expansion. Who's Xanathar? 
Xanathar is actually a character from um, the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. He's I hate a, that guy. He's a beholder. Yeah, <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. I, I hate him. It's stupid. It just be a detective. Would it make you feel better if I told you Xanathar is a pet goldfish? No. Oh. Yes, it would. It right. doesn't make me feel any better. You'd eat the goldfish. I would. <laughs> probably. Funny <laughs> detail about that, that goldfish. Um, it keeps dying, and Xanathar's henchmen have to replace it with new goldfish. Um, just so that he doesn't flip out and murder everyone. This just kind of sounds like a sitcom now. <laughs> I'm here to play with dragons. I'm not here to get involved in a, a beholder's goldfish. This is... How many have I actually won versus the amount that I've lost? Yeah, uh, your record's not looking great. It's not, no. <laughs> You're probably at a solid 10%. A 10%? Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Episode 13, and I've got... Uh, 1.3 correct. <laughs> I'm yeah. awesome. I'm thinking, how many? No, because I know... I you think had me on had the ropes two. at one point. You got me like two back-to-back. Yeah, yeah so I at did. least two. You might actually have three. You might actually be up to almost 25%. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're cranking, dude. I'm going to Vegas with those odds. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, better luck next week when we get into uh, monsters, I'm thinking. Oh, joy. I would like to make a little side note that I've been thinking about. If Moana was a class, she'd be definitely be a warlock. <laughs> and her patron, would, her patron is the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maui's a druid, though. Ma- yes. 100%. Okay. So breathing exercises aren't really working for me today. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's just being here with you bozos or what the deal is, but yes. I'm starting to get a migraine. Um, so in, in true uh, me fashion, I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about things that I hate. And I hate a lot of stuff, for those of you that are new to this. Uh, and those of you that are old to this, uh, I hate a lot of stuff. So, here's a fun one. If you're in a campaign and you are playing around, your DM is telling you stuff, and you have to keep asking your DM, hey, what's that guy's name? What's the name of that town? What's, wh- where are we? Who, who is it? Take notes. Take notes. It's not that hard to keep track of everything. He built, he or she, uh, we are totally, we're not gender exclusive in D&D. Women, please come. Um, we just take notes. It's not that hard. The DM has spent so much time building this world and you can't remember an NPC's name. It's how many times, like, I, I know I'm guilty of this. I was guilty of this in the beginning where I just did not take notes and I was kept like, who is that? <laughs> Who's that person that we were talking to? He was like, oh, that, that's, that's Greg. You've been talking to him for like six, six sessions. I was like, oh. Greg, oh, yes, sure. Greg. You uh-huh. solved that problem by playing a character with no intelligence. You solved that problem by getting a pen and a piece of paper and writing something down. <laughs> it's not that hard. Come, come to your campaign prepared. <laughs> Don't make this, you know, at that point you're not even playing the game. Or like if you're not going to take notes, at least make sure that somebody in your party is taking notes so that they can like mm-hmm. pass them to you. <laughs> this isn't high school geometry. You don't get to just pawn off somebody like, hey, man, you, can I you copy can totally your notes? do that. All right, but yes, do you, you take can. notes in character or as a player? Ooh, that's a good question. Take notes in player. Okay, I'm going to be honest. If I take notes as my character, I'm not going to understand those notes next week. <laughs> Every time we play, I'm going to be like, what was Tywin talking about? Doesn't make any sense. That guy's wild. You know, I don't think I've ever had anybody actually as a character take notes like you know refer to pulling out the you know a, a tomb or you hey, know, some parchment that's a great uh place to play an inquisitive rogue that mm-hmm. it would be 
I was more so taking like taking <laughs> notes as if your if you, as if your character was not like in game, but like only you'd write down things as long as like, your character would remember for yourself. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense no. actually, because there are certain things that your character probably wouldn't bother to remember. Yeah, like if your character isn't like religious, and somebody mentioned like the god of a certain temple, then that's probably not something that you'd care too much about. Mm-hmm. This is or dumb. again, you just play a character that's stu- super stupid and want to remember anything, anyways. <laughs> I'm still upset about the dang rogue. It doesn't make. <laughs> it's just percept. You just put more points in perception. Uh, you c- anybody could have that anyway. That's it, not even a subclass. Is it insight intelligence based? It is. Ooh. Who cares? Ooh. I don't even know or what that means. Insight <laughs> is wisdom. Is it? Oh, that's yeah. right. <clears throat> Another thing. Another thing I saw that kind of just bothers me, um, and I've seen some people in our uh, former campaign do this. When you roll your dice on a table, unless you're the DM, don't touch the freaking dice until at least one other person has seen it. Mm, Don't roll it, grab it, and go, I got an 18. Roll scum. You didn't get an 18. You got a one. If I didn't see it, it was a one. It doesn't... Like, have you guys seen? Are this? you talking about the twenty, the five twenties I rolled? Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. I was just really lucky. No, dude, that, that was legit. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was yeah, legit. That was I was legit. just really totally. lucky. I know yeah. none of you saw it, but it was totally a twenty. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Natural twenty. And the same thing goes for online games. If you're on roll twenty and you have a character or a player that insists on rolling their dice in real life, um, kick them out of the campaign. They roll through roll twenty where everyone can see it, or they live stream every time they roll the dice. <laughs> That's it. There's no taking word for dice rolls from players. It's just so, so open to cheating. Even, like, if you, like, don't think that your players are going to cheat, it's just so easy for you to be like, oh, shoot, I rolled a six on this, and this was an important roll. Sixteen. Yeah, 16, exactly. Yep. So, Crazy. like, the, just the fact that the players have the temptation is sometimes enough. Well, I mean... You have vested interest in your character. Right. And the last thing you want to yeah. see is, you know, this is a critical role. This is, you know, I'm going to die or I'm going to live. Everybody is going to be prone to that. I mean, that's the, the whole point. You know, that's kind of why, as a DM, I don't mind showing my dice either because I want, you know, I want that transparency there. But, you know, it makes it a little hard to fudge when, uh, you know, the, the person, you know, you, the DM needs a, you know, a 12 or higher to to uh you know annihilate and kill the character you know he rolls a 20 and then he's like uh but he misses you know (laughs) you you know so i mean now you understand why the dm would hold it behind the screen because you do you want to be able to that's your right though right yeah Yeah. dms keep your roles more or less behind the screen but as a character yeah i mean i see a huge huge i mean we've seen it happen too yeah you know Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that where it's real close and it was a bad roll and you know oh god it got knocked off the, the table Crazy. oh it's on the floor oh that doesn't count I'll have to reroll oh, you roll the one and he's like oh you can flick yeah. it oh it fell off the table gotta yeah. reroll it <laughs> everyone and seems to have the lucky feet when they pick up the, uh, the they're like oh hey it was oh a yeah it was a it was a twenty on the floor Crazy but no I mean I I understand that and I think I think Ryan's right I think there is a a huge you know possibility that somebody would cheat if oh, it's yeah. a you know if it's a life or death kind of a thing oh, yeah. yeah i if think I um dice towers are a pretty good way of handling that yeah we had one dm who did something where that i really liked where any um role where you wouldn't know the outcome whether positive or negative you would do in the dice tower so he, only he would get to see the result so, like, if you are rolling an insight check on somebody to see if you get a feel for whether they're lying to you or not, 
um, you would roll it in the dice tower. Only the DM would get to see the result. And that way, that keeps you from situations where um, you're, like, talking to an NPC and you roll, like, a nat 20 on your insight check. And you're like, okay, well, I know for a fact whether this guy is lying or not. Where if you don't know the exact number that you rolled, you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm, like have enough insight to know whether he was lying or not but you know maybe i rolled really low this time so it kind of gets rid of the like idea of knowing whether or not you succeeded on something especially and disarming traps right that's huge because you know oh i I said look i got a nat 20 of course i disarmed it you know and the dm says well you know you you think you disarmed it Mm -hmm. well wait a minute what does that mean (laughs) right just always be vague as a DM. That's, that that begs a question. Um, should you just let your DM do certain roles for you? Tell them that you want to do a check, give them your information, and then they'll just some, tell you. I think some DMs fine, do. Some yep. DMs actually prefer that. Matter of fact, I, I've been listening to a podcast for about a year now, and the DM does one? all the rolling. Oh. You know, um, the most of the roles are transparent. You know, he'll roll them in front of you. But uh, in... in it's interesting. I, I honestly, I mean, as a player, I don't think dude, I'd like that. No, no I no. get to, I get to roll the dice. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, that's why I have four, you know, four hundred dollars in dice. <laughs> I just like it. That's, that's why we're right. playing. I the, just want the DM can do all dice. the math. I just want to roll the dice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't actually care noise. about any part of the game except the rolling the dice. <laughs> exactly. <part. laughs> I just like seeing big numbers. Yeah. I like when the DM says, you know, give me your raw score. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, give me your modified score. I don't know what the modified is. <laughs> I rolled a 20. You tell me what my modified <laughs> is, you know? I think so, that's good, though. You have a minus I've 20, never even huh? thought about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there should be... Some DMs should just do certain rolls for themselves and right. kind of tell you and that's one thing I actually hate about roll 20 is when you use the GM roll function it shows it to you and the GM like it doesn't show it to the other players but the They're, fact that you can see what you rolled really bothers me and I don't think that there's any way to turn that off as far as I know I was just going to ask if I there was a way to do that the DM might be able to roll it from their character sheet to yeah themselves. you could but like it just involves then the you have to go through their character sheet to do yeah. it. I wish that, you know, as the player, you could just GM roll it and not have it be an issue. We should make That's our true. own roll 20. Roll 21. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to program four. it? Huh? No, we'll get Nathan to do it. Yeah, okay. Nathan. He's it's an fine. expert programmer. Or yeah. we just find a different tabletop. <laughs> Let's just know. quit. Or we just we just meet up in real life. What? Yes. Fine. Um, I mean... It's great meeting up in real life. That's it's so segue. good to see you guys. <laughs> Here's the segue. We actually are meeting hey. in real life. Yeah. Whoa. Not only for this uh, podcast, this but we're also going to be doing the this same uh, this afternoon. Joey has actually broken out to his DM side, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to see how that's going. Matter of fact, how's that, how has that gone this oh, week? Oh, wonderful. A Absolutely terrific. I am so prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you guys are going to do. I calculated every possibility every route's planned i have only planned the encounter you guys are opening to joey can you can you get your nose out of my face man it's like i know i'm four feet away but you really need to that's a pinocchio joke for those of you uh, in the audience no yeah me lie never well don't worry about that let me roll deception real quick i mean persuasion (laughs) uh so we will keep you up to date on that too we actually uh, i think we i think we talked about it last uh episode that we were switching we uh yeah. were jumping ship for a little bit haha <laughs> oh, pun included bit. but uh 
Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, first time DM, long time listener. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I think we did talk about it a little bit and I'm don't, I'm trying to avoid talking too much about it because I don't want to. Right, right. We don't want to. You know, but we, we don't I want any clues or insight. Yeah, but I am a very cruel DM, and they haven't experienced much yet. But I think they're going to get a taste of it tonight. Give me a little bit of a warning, I guess. But he's gonna kill me. What? I, guess I would never. I mean, see, well, Kevin just kept well. threatening it. I think Joey's gonna do it. I really do. I think that he's I'm gonna find gonna a way to kill, kill you. Me. Oh no! I rolled a natural twenty. I Three didn't kill you, the <laughs> dice, dude. Hey, that's dude. That's the only time I'm, go- I'm gonna fudge. <laughs> otherwise, I never roll high. Oh man! Uh, high when you just keep messing up, man. It's crazy. See, Joey is the best DM because he can never roll above ten. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think my character's gonna spend the next couple of days in the inn, not to not leaving, hiding in a room. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah no room service, nothing. <laughs> oh no. Jokes um, on you. The end was a mimic. <laughs> you can babysit Bojangles. Yes, that's a, that's true. And that's another interesting take on our our new game too. We have a brand new player. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's only even watched our game once. Yep. It was twice. Anyway, I think I think that's twice. like the extent of his knowledge of D anD. d Correct. He knows there's dice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very aware that there are dice, and I mean that. I think that's what gets everybody into it. They're like, "Ooh, dice." I think we should mention shiny. that his name is Austin, and he's Clay's younger brother. Yeah. What? Shout out to the boy. Yep. Austin, this podcast is dedicated to you because for some reason I just I feel like dedicating podcasts to people every <laughs> oh. week. <laughs> Who are you gonna dedicate it to next week? I don't know. Jerry Seinfeld, maybe. The wind blows. We're running Wait, out wasn't of people. He last week. No, maybe. I don't know. We can bring Jerry Seinfeld in, maybe. Oh, yes, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I think I can I find have, him. I yeah. have three Jerry Seinfeld sitting right here. What's the deal with that? What's the deal with that? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> Clay, I need you to roll up a new character real quick. <laughs> Clay's gone. Any, anyway. Sorry, Mr. Seinfeld. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, getting to see Austin play is really cool. Just being able to, like, Brie was, like, newer, but she was more hesitant to get into the game. Austin is, like, really gung-ho. Oh, he's, he's going for it, and I, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is 100% his character. Yeah. He, I mean, he, the role-playing mm-hmm. is 100% to him. He is, he's falling it. He's loving it. No, he's doing so good. Yeah. But see, so, the, the thing that he's done so far, audience, um, is he, he's so into his character that he's doing things that seasoned people like us. We all are used to the, the inn introduction. You know, you meet each other in an inn, you do some banter back and forth, and you end up adventuring together. He's not used to that. He doesn't know what that is, and he doesn't know that that's a trope. <laughs> so he's gotten himself in so much trouble already <laughs> just inside the inn. In one session. His, my favorite thing that he did is we were all standing outside of the inn, and some really tough-looking guys come out, and for no reason, he's like, I want to ask them how their experience was inside the inn. <laughs> like he's, he's taking an exit poll. <laughs> right, like he's some sort of like QA person. <laughs> he's like, do you guys have three minutes to take my survey? Awesome. <laughs> Can I have a moment of your time to talk about uh, this inn? Can I get a review uh. we have? He's like quality. the cast members at Disneyland <laughs> right. that are walking around with the iPads. <laughs> like, and I mean, he how probably. How your experience, Ben? <laughs> he probably would have gotten like 
pummeled to a paste if <laughs> if dad hadn't stepped in. Yeah. He just we had to pull I was getting him ready away. to pearl for it. Well yeah. I actually enjoyed the fact that he's been hitting on the, the uh Oh bard the bard lady, yeah. Inside uh. the tavern. <laughs> he's over there time. asking her all kinds of personal questions. And Joey <laughs> trying to be the DM is like uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, every every character in there was fleshed out because I just wanted to give you guys a lot of because patch. Joey's a psychopath. I'm yeah. a psychopath. Yeah. So, like, the problem is I'm not very good at RP, even though I'm trying to get better. <laughs> and RPing this character is something is a like nothing I've even come close to RPing before in my hey, past. It's a growth exercise. Yeah. 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 So like I'm trying like, uh, and I'm all, like, trying to keep track of all my other NPCs because I'm trying to make sure the environment's <laughs> like moving and living. So like I'm trying to RP with him as I'm like, the, moving around guards <laughs> in the moving background. around guards <laughs> in the background having like conversations of other with uh, between NPCs in the back of my head. <laughs> it's you something know. to behold watching you Roleplay flirting with my younger brother. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's uh, it was something that I almost had to stop the campaign. I was like, well, "Can you please?" Didn't he at one on? point try to use a female voice and it, it yeah. like yes, hurt him? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know how to do a female voice. It was just Joey, but breathier. Imagine Joey doing it. Joey doing ASMR. <laughs> It was beautiful yeah. and hey, so uncomfortable. Hey, hey there, sailor. Hey there, sailor. <laughs> and like this character was super lively, and she was doing voices. So I was like doing a character doing voices because she's being like doing like super exaggerated voices too, just like having a good time. Because I was like, she was like, extremely jovial and joking around, and I was like, I am gonna butcher this. And you say you're not good at role play. Yeah. yeah. My well, favorite you know. part though was when Austin, for no apparent reason, cast sea invisibility in the middle of an alleyway, mm-hmm. and then ended up actually like noticing an <laughs> operative who'd have been tailing us this whole time yeah he's just like i can't uh, see invisibility you're like why was- <laughs> it's like there's you absolutely doing? no reason he's like oh well i mean i have spell slots left and it's the end of the day and i'm like you know what sure go for it and then and then they saw someone and it yeah, was it actually turned out to be something uh Im- yeah. impressive yeah, uh-huh. not that any of the season characters would have ever thought to nope. do. <laughs> no, he's yeah. just he's just going off his sleeve. He doesn't know what he's <laughs> doing. He's like, I, the, he was a he has a dog, and he he insists on taking this dog to a bad part of town, and it's a very nice dog. Yeah. So Joey kept, you know, he had someone try to uh, strong arm Austin into giving him his dog because yeah, he, he would just leave his dog outside, yeah, or like, like he'd outside. go out in the middle of the night with just him and his dog. In a part that was... In the slums. <laughs> in the slums, yeah. That's dinner in the slums. Yeah. And then, so he's like, someone walked up to him and was like, I, I think I might just take your dog. And he's like, okay, uh, Joey, I roll acid. I, uh, I use acid arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. It's like, hold on. on. We got to roll initiative someone? first. <laughs> just murdering someone in the middle of the street for no reason. He hasn't even tried to take your dog yet. I can't wait until I, he tries to barter yeah. at a shop. We need to check. That needs to be an alignment check. I I think that that poor kid's bouncing all over the place. Yeah, he, he's I don't know his alignment. I don't, I don't either. Yeah, it's, he didn't put it on his character sheet. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you it's probably going to be uh, neutral good or lawful good. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. Or lawful neutral. I was thinking I like chaotic got, good because the way he's been acting. Yeah, chaotic good I think chaotic he needs neutral. to go down to yeah. chaotic good or neutral. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm thinking good because he hasn't really done anything bad no. or like other than trying well, to assassinate well, somebody who tried to take his dog well that's true that <laughs> who, is true who didn't take the dog he just threatened to take the dog yeah so okay, right. i kill you i think about the fact that i'd be more chaotic neutral actually yeah yeah 
just yeah. kind of a, like a, a absolute live wire. You just you have no idea what he's going to do. He's good leading, chaotic neutral. I would yeah, say. yeah, he's chaotic for sure. Hard oh, neutral, geez. I think. Kind of just doing whatever he wants. Yeah, which I respect because I play chaotic neutral. I know one of his tenets is like freedom is a big thing for him. So, right. yeah. And the rumor thing, we did a rumor thing. That's oh really yeah, fun. do you want to? I do you want to talk a little bit about that? I know we kind of mentioned it in a previous episode a while ago. Yeah. So what we did was um, we had I had every player just make five rumors about their character. It'd be two, um, two good, two bad, and one fake. So every time um, another player learned another player's or character's name, another character learned another character's name, another, another, another. Uh, I just roll to see which rumor they they heard. And at one point, at the risk of exposing a little bit much, I rolled the same number like three times in a row. So there's one character that everyone knows the same rumor about. Who? It happens. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I would like to know, yeah, actually. <laughs> you should talk to each other about it. I don't want to talk to other characters. Yeah, that's the problem. This uh, this this group is not very... Uh, um, yeah, they're very not gonna say friendly, but uh, the communication lacks a little. I mean, I feel like the only sketchy. actual communication is between my character and Clay's character. <laughs> and that's just yeah. because we're both pretty scummy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think there's more uh, role play between Austin's and then the NPC. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, there is. <laughs> He's gonna be the one to move the story along. Yeah, he, oh yeah. Well, you know, he'll well. be the one that will get us in more trouble than you could. Well, yeah. Have here's the thing. Trouble. I'm driving the main plot. Austin is driving every well. single side quest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh think there's goodness. been a person yet in that uh, tavern. There's not one NPC that he hasn't interacted with, is there? Um, no, there were a lot. There were two people the, sitting outside. Oh, the, yes, that's right. The ones there outside, were, but, yeah. And I think did he talked. He didn't talk to the dwarves. We kind of no. stopped no, him. I think there were and there were some gnomes. And there were two too. orcs in the back right corner, also. Yeah, there were some filler characters he didn't talk. Okay, too so much. we still got a couple that we can. Yeah, you know, that <laughs> let's he, just go harass can. some people. Let's just go knock on doors. Let's go shake people down. Well, enough with our campaign. <laughs> yeah, well, seriously. However, we got you can see that we're very vested already in one game in session one, and uh, we're already moving along pretty quickly. Um, we'll have to uh, call it for this episode, if you guys are oh, good with that. Before, I know, before we kill it, I, I would like to get your opinion on something, Dad. How are you enjoying playing for once? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was uh, talking to Ryan this morning, and you know, I uh, discussed that. This is the first time I have ever played outside of core. Hmm. Wow. So I am, you know, this is a complete different uh, venture than I've ever done before. Um, about 90% of the time, I will be a dwarf when I play. <laughs> and it's uh, usually either uh, just a, you know, pure vanilla warrior um, or a rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played, I think, a barbarian once. You play a lot of clerics. A too. lot of clerics, yeah, and that's mostly because I know that we end up with a lot of meat shields that not a lot of intelligence, and <laughs> you know that uh, they need a cleric. So this time I'm I'm actually playing a warlock that is a celestial, and uh, it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, very that. interesting. It's a it's a different I, take than I've ever I've ever seen. So yeah, I really enjoy uh, your your character combination too. And I have a very um, rich history with uh, with deities in my world. I made a bunch of legends because again, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> that you'll probably never hear. You we're might never hear gonna some. hear them. Yeah. You know, Joey, we're just gonna have you sit down and write a book with us. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I think yeah. that's I thought what we that need my to world do. building was in depth. That Joey's like, yeah, I wrote backstories and stuff for every single god in my pantheon, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yep. 
Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a gnome on the street. She's like 16 blocks back, but you know she's got a whole history, and I can lend you know. Yeah, she runs a bookstore. She's got three kids. Sends rattle off the sister in another country. Yeah, I'm addicted to skooma. Right. To be fair, this I've been thinking about writing a campaign since like God, freshman year of high school. So. I've been eager to uh, DM for a long time because I just love well, writing stories. Well, and I'm glad you stepped up because, uh, you know, it, it, yeah. you you see a whole different perspective and mm-hmm. you're allowed to bring in your creativity. And a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of characters that can bring in their creativity, but I don't think it's quite as much as, uh, you know, when you're the DM and you have the whole storyline. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you thought you had the whole storyline fleshed out. Ah, no, no, the characters will help you flesh the rest of it out. So, yeah. and that's kind of interesting too. And that kind of gives you an idea. It's like, well, man, I never thought about that. So it's a kind of a cool thing to do, but I enjoy, I am so happy that uh, you Thank stepped you. up and DMing and uh, we'll just kind of keep a running, uh, you know, commentary on how we're doing in the, uh, the game. Although he says he's a cruel DM. This could be the last one. <laughs> we might be starting a brand new campaign somewhere else. I don't know. We'll see. I'm a big fan of difficult things. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, again, everybody, thanks again for uh, you know, dropping in and listening. And uh, again, don't forget to comment. Um, check out our website. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, what are our, what are our social medias? What do we have? It's we like have roll for insanity. On roll the number four everything. insanity yeah. on Twitter, yep, everything, Instagram, um, Facebook. Oh, we do have a Facebook. Page. We have a Facebook. Yeah, um, a Facebook Live. Yeah, but we have a we have a jump off uh, yeah, from the website, right? So yeah, if you, you can, go to our website, if you go to www.rollthenumber4insanity.com, uh, you can get links to all of our social media there, and you can sign up for our um, reminders. I think it's like a newsletter thing that gets sent out. Right, yeah. the specifics behind that. And you can see our pictures. Yeah. Also, yeah, you might want to skip that. There. Yeah, you could skip it. You might want to skip. There's that. not much yeah. there. We don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, um, we are looking at uh, getting our first uh, newsletter out. So Woo! make sure you, you subscribe and uh, we'll go from there. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful time and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.